Welcome to Backseat Critique, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I'm Jill Rigotti, theater lady with SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide. Okay, we just saw... Victoria and Abdul. Yes. So at the count of three, let's give our one to ten rating. One, one two, two, three, three six. five. Oh. I wavered so much during that movie. Yeah, me too. I was at the beginning. Well, I wasn't obsessing over it, but just in terms of like keeping a, you know, a loose tally in my head. I was like, this is like, she wanted to be like a seven movie. This is fun. Yeah, I agree. I'm having a good time. And then uh, at a certain point, I got down to four. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but then I went back up to six again uh, at the end. Because I was like, I appreciate that they stuck to it being like, yep. Um, colonization is always grim. <laughs> and that's hard. That's a hard one to make funny throughout the movie right but i i think that they for that reason because of the fact that colonization is a grim uh theme uh the tone was all over the place all over the place (laughs) it started as like a um i even leaned over and said this feels like monty python (laughs) it did like with these really exaggerated silly british you know people who are just so absurd and suddenly you know but so i'm laughing and then all of a sudden i cried at the end uh-huh. so it's not a bad movie it's just as far as personal taste yeah it did it went all over the place it went from like farce in the beginning yeah. <laughs> to the part that was most problematic i thought in terms of tone was around the time that the um the staff was sort of threatening mutiny. Yeah. Um, and it was like a lot of stuff that was played as if it was comedic. Like the nervousness of yeah. these people and just like how on edge they were. Like, again, it still felt like the Monty Python t- style acting, but the music was very like yep. unsettling and the edits were very slow. And so it was like the actors hadn't been told that we've switched to it now being much more dramatic. <laughs> and they were still playing their yeah they're like it feels like once they were editing it in post they just decided like they just had lots of issues and we're like ah shoot yeah the shoot the actors are done there's nothing we can do we're not going to reshoot all of these scenes with a different tone so let's just try to work with what we have and muscle it into a different tone with music which right. of course doesn't work very successfully yeah um i have a question about yeah. it so at the very end when she's dying, mm-hmm. spoilers, <laughs> Queen Victoria dies. Um, Abdul is by her side and she asks for everybody else to leave. And then a white hand comes onto his shoulder and says, let her sleep. Uh-huh. Who the heck is that? I assume he was just supposed to be one of the house staff like whoever it was but to me that was very confusing because that's at the moment the entire they house staff empty. hates him uh-huh. 
So, and they're all going to, you know, resign uh, yeah. if he's knighted. And then there's this moment of this Caucasian hand uh, being very... Reassuring. Reassuring and, and tender because uh, they're having this moment and there's loss. And I thought, ah, there's going to be a reveal of who this is. Uh-huh. You know, maybe one person in the staff has, you know, seen his humanity in this moment right. or understands their relationship more. Nope. <laughs> so to me, it was just like, oh, wait, are they not alone? Oh, wait, who is... Uh, so that was just yeah, a, a weird moment. Yeah, and so you were you were hit emotionally by the death. Oh yeah, but I mean that's just me uh-huh. in, indulging in a okay. in a good death yeah. scene. I it, it did nothing for me. Yeah, I wasn't emotional <laughs> until the death scene, uh-huh. and then it's hard for me not to cry yeah. just because it's a death scene. Yeah. Um, um, I thought that was milked in. in yeah, was, oh, it was. It was still like, I was still this thinking around four. This is why I cry every episode of Call the Midwife. Uh-huh. Like, this, there's no surprise. Yeah. Everything is milked. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I will gladly let yeah. everyone know that if it's a historical drama, I don't care how bad it is, yeah. I will watch it. I probably will cry, and then I'll score it, like, five or low. <laughs> lower. Quick flashback. Um, Jill and I realized after we recorded the episode for Stronger that we didn't talk about the fact that we both cried a bunch during that movie. Oh, yeah. I cried throughout. Like, I felt like from the beginning I was crying, then I was crying. So I'm not a... Uh, I only cried once ...hard man that don't cry stronger. kind of thing. Oh, no. Like, um, for example, I, I... This is maybe unfair, but I kept comparing this to the King's Speech. Yeah, which, same director, I believe, Stephen Frears. Oh, well, I would, I would have given that a 10 point... Yeah. 10.10. What? 10.5. 10.10. And David and I both saw that one multiple times and wept multiple times. (laughs) So, um, that's a, that's, I guess where, if I am going to say where I would hold a historical drama up to a 10, Mm. that, that would be it. Yeah. Um, and that has humor in it and it's light. And so I, I, I'm not just saying I need to be weeping the whole time. Um, I think they could have gone with funny the whole time. I think Mm -hmm. they could have stayed in this kind of grotesque mocking the, um, authority Uh and the, um, so in my grad school, when we were studying comedy, we studied a section called the drum, uh, comedy of the grotesque. So basically taking anything that's in like authority figure that mm. needs to be taken down a peg and we would exaggerate everything about them. Like Especially physically. Physically, yeah. but also like, um, so somebody did, um, a bunch of, of course I studied in London. So of course the Royal family was <laughs> really common and, um, yeah, and all of the the rituals, and you know, in the Victorian era, it was even worse. You uh-huh. know, they're just, and the movie loves to acknowledge that and and kind of mock the, you know, what they what these um, colonizers would say is civilization, uh-huh. um, and that's fun, and it's good to laugh at that, and it's good to laugh at kind of everybody except the queen and Abdul and then Uh they have this kind of sincere relationship amidst all of these kind of um, exaggerated other people who are kind of buffoons almost but you gotta if you're gonna do that for a good third you gotta keep going with it all the way to the end I think you can have that kind of a movie I think it's tricky but I think you can have that but also have it have some sort of emotional um, depth it certainly can say a lot of serious things even if it's a silly 
um, silly characters or silly script. It's true. Um, I thought another weakness was that we never got to know Abdul half as much as we got to know the queen in mm. terms of characterization. At the very beginning, I was like, this guy's interesting. I wonder I wonder what his story is. I bet that through his relationship with the queen, we're going to learn about a lot about his past and how he came to be where he is now. But it was like, as soon as they became friends, it was like, all right, you're not important anymore, Abdul. We're just going to focus on the queen and even more so on her subjects in the house. Yeah. Um, and then and then their idea of what he is. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of lost interest in him because the the writing did so little to keep me interested. And so then I, when they were discovering things about him that I guess we kind of knew, I just didn't really care because I didn't know like any more rich version of like they were telling me just as much of a detailed description of him that I knew. But I think the intention was that that was oversimplified. Yeah. But yet. I didn't have any richer of a tapestry to I think that's a really good point. Draw from. And I definitely agree. Which leads me to say, hooray, old people acting. Dame Judy Dench yeah. knocks it out of the park once yeah. again. I loved her my eating. My goodness. Her eating is amazing. The, that was my favorite scene in the movie right yes. at the beginning. Unfortunately, right at the beginning. The whole scene was yeah. wonderful. Just her ugly, ugly eating. Her um, really messy ugly Food in her teeth. And she yeah. just, I just love that. You know, she's she's Dame Judy Dench. She does not care at all about um, people seeing the inside of her mouth. Oh, no. She <laughs> loves it. And there's lots of that. Yeah. We see a lot of the inside of Dame Judy Dench's mouth. Yeah. No, I loved her. And I, and I really like the moment where there, where he looks in her mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, it's great. That was really well done. It's really long. I think it could have been done a little cheesily because mm-hmm. we all knew he was going to look in yeah. her eyes. But um, they did it really well. So those moments I thought were great. But I agree with you. They kind of dropped... They kind of just established that he's really charming uh-huh. and likable and, and eager. And that's it. Uh-huh. And then we got no more details about him. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I agree with that. I admit that um, when I saw you wiping tears from her eyes, I'm like, oh, no. She's going to give this a 10. <laughs> uh- <laughs> and so I think that like had an implicit... Or uh, I don't know what the word is. David, it had, it, it had an effect on my rating. Your rating? Because I, I was right before <gasps> that thinking four, and then, uh, but it was a combination of okay, Jill's crying. I must have missed something huge that's really <laughs> powerful about this movie. Well, they, it doesn't also, matter, David. You also, would just change your score at the end. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, that, you know, <laughs> I'm a human being that is biased by things that have, you know are happening around me. Um, the, uh, the the honestly though I, I did like the very last shot um, of just or last sequence I guess mirroring the beginning of him walking down that um, stairwell uh, reminding us of his poverty um, and just him returning to life but but not trying to at all soften the fact that he had had a very traumatic existence being um, uprooted brought to a foreign place and then kicked out as soon as he was no longer needed by the one person who understood him yeah so that that kind of it covered a lot of ground that I felt like the last hour had missed which is characterizing him I I, I felt like once more I, I was connected to him finally mm-hmm. at the very end which mm-hmm. I, 
it was a long time coming. So that that bumped me up a little bit. But, I but yeah, I, I just wanted to admit, full disclosure, that that, that uh, that's good I was, for you I was, to uh, admit, David. Affected by by the perceived uh, emotionality that you went through. If you had said three, I would have still loved you. <laughs> um, I'll, I'm going to play your role now and say I got annoyed when Dame Judi Dench seemed a little too... Um, Woke? Ex- no, like modern day accepting. That's what I mean. Oh, sorry, what did you say? Woke. Oh, I thought you said rogue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was She was a woke version of Queen, Queen Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she didn't maybe have these or yeah. get get to that point, but that's what we're interested yeah. in. We're interested to see this Victorian monarch not get it yeah. right away, but then work her way there because yeah. of the relationship she's having. Yeah. Whereas she was just like, ah, you're Muslim. Lovely. Yeah. Ooh, his wife looks beautiful in a burqa. And uh, I was like, oh, stop it. Yeah. Um, we're the next one. Yeah, you're right. Um, so that, yeah, I, that is David's... Right, this car's cut, cutting me off. Nice. David's biopic pet peeve yeah, that got to me. That, that, of course, was in my head, but it, that wasn't even... Compared to the other flaws, that wasn't even really... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Small there. potatoes. Um, to me, the reason I was picking on that so much with um, uh, Marshall was because the rest of the movie was really strong. Mm. And I, I, to me, that just stuck out because mm-hmm. I was like, that is uneven. David, um, we're not talking about Marshall anymore. <laughs> uh, whereas this one, I was just like, yeah, like, what else is new? Uh, yeah. Historical drama has problems with making a realistically um, unenlightened... But what, it, but what this movie does, for those of you who are like me, who can't get enough historical dramas, um, it has wonderful little details of the time. You know, you get to see how she wakes up in the morning and all of her servants lifting her up, you know, to wake her up. Yeah, that and was fun. All that stuff. And the, the costuming and the, um, the way of life stuff, I of course loved Mm. and all the textures and oh and David tell them the surprise in case they didn't catch what you caught who is Bertie oh uh King George no (laughs) the actor oh I was like trying (laughs) to quiz me on historical matters bad idea (laughs) why is she drilling me on money (laughs) does not make me look good Um, no the actor I'm gonna look up this up immediately afterwards. Um, the actor is Eddie Izzard, um, which is really fun. Which I bet <sighs> a lot of you are going to be like, "Dur," <laughs> but I think it. W- I think if I if David hadn't brought my attention to that during the movie, I would have the whole time been like, "Whose voice is that? Yeah. Ah, I know that actor. How do I know the actor?" So, just in case any of you hadn't, you're going to have a really fun aha moment. Uh-huh. And he was he was a good uh, part of it. I he think. was good. He, I think, understood. I think, as an actor, he his uh, performance fit totally throughout. Um, I agree. But the other ones were were the ones that didn't I agree. understand he was how very all consistent their and appropriate and time yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Um, oh, one moment I despised uh, is when they go into. Um, uh, was it Mohammed's the other oh, guy yeah. into his room to be like, "Give us information, and we'll send you home, you <laughs> dying man." And he's like, "Do you want to know the information?" Want to know the juicy goose? The uh, juicy juice. The juicy, the juicy gossy. Juicy gossy. 
uh, Abdul is being just like you, you know, <laughs> oh, like one, he would never have said that. Yeah. I don't know the whole. Mm. Yeah. And that's another scene that made me say, okay, yeah. So another insight into apparently who this Abdul guy is. So he, he does have like a deep, dark motive that we're going to find out about. Like, right. but no, it was just, they're, he, they're just saying like, so yeah, he likes being liked. He likes the fact that the queen likes him. Well, I think that was a moment with Mohammed saying, how dare you try to put me against my countrymen? Yeah, certainly. But it, okay. but it also had the side effect of me saying, so he's trying to curry favor in this kind of, like, I guess before that it seemed like Abdul was um, a little bit more um, altruistic. Uh-huh. He was purely just, I want to serve my queen. She likes uh-huh, me, uh-huh. so I will serve her by being at her side. Whereas as much Mohammed as she wants. is saying he's brown nosing just like the rest yeah. of you. So mm-hmm. th- that was confusing to me in terms of like who this character is. That scene, I'm not saying that that can't have happened as a scene. I just would have liked him to, in his really sick, coughing up blood state, (laughs) not be so like sassy pants, like go stick it up your arse type of a moment. I was like, well, why don't you just, I would love to have had a moment of us going like, oh boy, he is going to spill the beans and then have him say, no. There's uh-huh. no, or to have a lovely moment of him saying, there's nothing for me to tell you. Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah. or or to tell them information about him that's just kind of yeah. lovely or mundane, and that's it. So that would have been a great scene, and instead I hated it. By the way, that actor, the one who played Mohammed, he's in Four Lions, which is the... Oh, yeah! It's the movie that Jill and I saw on our first date, which is referenced in this intro. Um, yeah, and he's really funny in Four Lions. He's really funny in yeah. Four Lions. <clears throat> Um. Oh, we uh, audience-wise, we were by far the youngest. uh, You know, by like twenty or thirty years. We've mentioned we we were both thirty-three years old. We were thirty-three, and I would say the youngest person besides us was like sixty. Yeah, and we just so you know, we went on a Sunday afternoon at two o'clock. So it is not a surprise that that is the case. But that felt like the appropriate audience to watch it with. Yeah. There were lots of verbal exclamations, which I loved. probably helped me enjoy loved. it more, honestly, was yeah. the audience being really into it. Oh, my gosh. They were so into it. Yeah. They were laughing at the laugh parts. Yeah. And when any any reveal, even the most obvious reveals, like him looking up and meeting her eyes, they'd be like, oh, 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 you know, yeah. <laughs> just such big reactions makes me so happy and they were weeping behind us oh, really? I, I had like a couple tears uh-huh. and I heard people like blowing their uh-huh. nose so I thought his little thing at the end was lovely when he was like little drop just join the rest of the ocean okay everybody I have death anxiety <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I just liked that moment and was like Abdul uh-huh. help me <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So let's uh, talk about whether we changed our votes. I okay. changed mine um, to, I'll say, uh, I went down to a four point five. Whoa! Which is, which is closer to, you know, pre Jill tears. <laughs> Gosh, you're making me sound like I use my tears to manipulate you all the time. Yes, you do. And I never do. <laughs> um, I rarely cry, actually, outside of movies. <laughs> movies are my, like, release. Um, I'm going to stick to a five, because I enjoyed myself, even though I think the movie wasn't the most well-made movie. Yeah. I see our kitty cat in the screen door. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.